bring this computer. Well, hey friends. So I have a very special guest with me today. Her name is Sydney Simpson. And I actually was, I like pitched her. I'm like, Sydney, you need to come on my podcast. I have like these things I want to ask you. Um, and Sydney was actually a coaching client. And I was like, hey, you have this thing that you are really good at. And I think that my audience would really benefit from that. Sydney is a digital marketing strategist, a mama, a wife. She is so fun and so pink, like pink is totally her color. And I just have to giggle because as I sit her talking to her, she's in her like pink shirt with her pink microphone and is just so cute. And I like own zero pink in my entire wardrobe. And it's just so wonderful that we like, you know, can all be our, you know, have our own strengths and have our own taste and still succeed in business and doing what God called us to do. But we are actually going to chat all things Google business profile, how to set it up, how to optimize it and maintain it. It is something that I was like, oh, I don't know all the all of these things. So I asked Sydney to come on and teach us about this. And I sure learned a lot. I was sitting here taking notes and I was excited that I got to talk to Sydney and ask her questions to help improve my Google business profile and my presence there. So listen in y'all be ready to take notes and just enjoy sydney and i's conversation as we just hash this out and you get some really practical tactical tips hey there fellow entrepreneur welcome to simple seo and marketing with me faith hannon do you want to grow your business with organic marketing and finally feel like you can understand seo are you scouring the internet for how to get more website traffic SEO for dummies and how to market on Pinterest? Have you tried to grow your business with SEO and blogging only to get frustrated and quit because it's overwhelming and too time consuming? Been there. <laughs> hey, I'm Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, copywriter, blogger, wife, wrangler of tiny humans and barrel racer. And let me tell you, I didn't have time to waste sorting through SEO and keyword strategies that either didn't work or were so over my head I couldn't understand them. I honestly thought that SEO and blogging only worked for people with a PhD in tech jargon and a whole team of employees until I learned these secrets. Good SEO strategies don't have to be complicated and creating and marketing great content doesn't have to take more than a couple hours a week total. So pop in those earbuds, slam some coffee, and let's grow your business with simple organic marketing and a healthy dose of biblical encouragement along the way. So Sydney is a digital marketing strategist. I think I already told you that in the content manager and she specializes in helping small local service-based businesses with their whole content strategy. Um, she's kind of like me in that she loves to, she loves all of the pieces and all of the things. So I just have enjoyed connecting with her about that. But Sydney, why don't you just um, introduce yourself to our, to my audience, to my pals on here and tell us a little bit about your journey and how in the heck you got here. Yeah. So hello, friends. Um, I'm so happy to be here. Um, I was really excited when Faith asked me to come on. It's kind of funny because um, what we're going to talk about today um, really goes in line with um, Faith's expertise of SEO. Um, so I love that we were able to connect and be like, hey, it's like kind of like that Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other like, hey, you this and you this. <laughs> so love that. Um, so my name is Sydney Simpson. I have been in marketing for almost a decade. I started as a teenager interning for my family's uh, locally owned business. And as I kind of got into my marketing career, um, I realized that 
the heart that I was given to really help people was really best served through marketing. So the beautiful thing about that is I get to connect and um, really actually make a difference in the lives of um, women-owned businesses because their job is not to be a marketing expert. That's my job. So it's really beautiful when we can come together and take their expertise of their service my expertise of marketing and marry it into this beautiful, you know, beautiful thing that really works and gets people results. So in my heart of hearts, <laughs> what I do is help women grow their small businesses. Um, and it is the most satisfying thing in my life besides being a mom. Um, I can go to sleep at night, um, like, and rest well, knowing that I'm really making a difference in the lives of not only like the women that I'm helping, but also the people that they're serving. So I really like service-based businesses because you serve the owner and the owner is serving all of these other people, making this great big giant impact on the community. And that is so beautiful to me. Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit of the ooey gooey stuff (laughs) in my heart of hearts. Um, I call myself a heart-centered guide because that is really what I focus on in marketing is getting to the heart of it and uncovering, you know, what, like, what your customers need to see, the content that they need to just see to deliver them, to execute those call to actions, to book the service, to book the appointment and ultimately change their lives. Mm. So that is all the mushy gushy stuff (laughs) about me. Well, I love that. And I love that you have found your lane. Like, like I like helping these people with my strengths so that they can help their people with their strengths. And I love that you're able to see like the ripple effect of that. Like each of us in our lane using our God-given gifts, you know, we help people and then they help people. And honestly, and truly, I believe that's, you know, that's kingdom entrepreneurship in that, Mm -hmm. like there, you know, the scripture talks about this, not, this is not what the episode is all about y'all, but just the side note, faith <laughs> tangent here, you know, the, the Bible talks about giving a profit, a profit's honor or giving, you know, but when we sow into somebody else, like if you sow into somebody's ministry, like you get the rewards that of their ministry as well. And I'm not saying that this is ministry per se, like, oh, Sydney's going to get like all of these people that she's helping like jewels in her crown. But you're using your gifts to help people and they're using their gifts to help people. And so in essence, you are helping all the people that they're helping too. Right. And on a, on a, on a faith side note, since we're not you faith, the other faith, um, (laughs) since we're on that, you know, I think as a, like as a, as a Christian and professional, sometimes it's hard to like accept the, like, this is actually the gift you're given. You're like, oh, I'm good at this. I'm good at this. And then you're like, wow, no, like. I was really meant to do this to really make an impact on people. And it kind of really gives you like a sense of security and confidence because you know that God did give you these abilities Mm -hmm. to change so many lives and create like those ripple effects. Mm -hmm. So the older that I get, um, the more I'm like, thank you, (laughs) like for giving Mm -hmm. me these abilities because it has made such an impact on my clients. And I don't mean to like, you know, be like, I'm the best. No, but I really care and Mm -hmm. I really do my best and I really look for what my clients and their customers need. And that's why they work with me. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I love that. So, um, the thing that I was like, Sydney, come teach my people about is Google business profiles, because this is something that 
I don't know a ton about. And I'm like, it just, I really feel like one of the things that as an entrepreneur and a human, like, uh, that I'd want to lean into is asking people who know more about something Mm -hmm. than I do. And, you know, if that means being like, hi, I am not the expert in all the things, then that's fine. Um, That's actually something I admire so much about my husband is he's not afraid to ask questions and it's just gotten him really far. Um, And so I just have been like, let's lean into that. And I was like, okay, Sydney, tell me all the things about Google business profiles because it's something that I don't know um, enough about, and you know a ton about, so let's come, you teach me all the things <laughs> and teach my people all the things. And, you know, if this gets Sydney some business for setting this up, like amazing. I've already sent some people her way and I don't know anything about it. So I'm just going to be like, Sydney, teach us all the things. So first of all, first up, what is a Google business profile? Like, why does it matter? How do you do it? Like, we're not going to walk through the like, click here, do this button thing. Like, I'm sure there's 500,000 YouTube universities out there and like how to set up a Google business profile. But would you walk us through like overall hierarchy, what it is, and then I'll ask you some real tactical questions. Yeah, absolutely. So if you need a step-by-step help, actually have a blog on my website that takes you step-by-step into how to actually create the profile. So if you need that, it's there. Um, But what a Google, Google business profile, what a Google business profile is, is that little piece of internet real estate. When you search for something, let's say you're looking for a carpet cleaner. So you put in Google carpet cleaner near me and you see all of these businesses that populate um, on the Google search that come up with their name, their phone number, their address, their reviews. Usually they'll like pop up on the side or, you know, in line with your search. And those are above like all websites. So any website is going to be below the Google business profile searches. So this is the number one reason why they are so important. Because if someone is looking for you, even if someone is looking for you specifically, so let's say you have you own Bees Carpet Cleaning and someone searches like Bees Carpet, you your website is going to come up below your Google business profile. It's not even going to be the first thing that populates. It's going to be your GBP. So that's why it's really important to have one because they are the very first things that Google serves to people when they search something. Mm-hmm. So that's like the number one reason the result comes up first. Mm-hmm. So um, you need to have one because of that. Also, because it really puts you at an advantage over your competitors. And we'll get into this a little bit more as we go, I'm sure. But the more you nurture your Google business profile, the higher chance that you have of showing up before your competitors. So if you're bees carpet cleaning and you are posting regularly to your GBP and you're replying to reviews and you're always making sure that all of your services and hours are updated and you're really nurturing that um, almost as if it was a social media platform, you know, engaging with people in certain ways, then you are going, Google is going to grant you more credibility and trust, just like in SEO, how Google grants you credibility and trust. The more that you add content to your website and talk about the right keywords, you're going to start showing up before Wasp's carpet cleaning because you have showed Google that you really care about this piece of real estate that it's offering you, which is completely free, by the way. There's literally no cost to have a GBP. There's no reason why you shouldn't have one. So you're going to start showing up before this competitor cleaning company and that is going to yield you even better results. Mm. So 
I think I need you to go back to your questions now. No, no, that was real. I think you pretty much covered it. Like everything I asked in that one giant question. Cause I'm so, I'm so bad about asking like 10 questions at once. It's fine. <laughs> That's okay. It's how I roll. Um, so how do you, how do you optimize it? How do you maintain it? Is it like, is it like SEO where, you know, I'm huge on keyword research, like Faith Hannon is probably not going to populate for marketing over like Forbes, right? Mm -hmm. And that's fine. But do I need for my Google business profile? Do I need to do keyword research specific to my area? Do I need to do keyword research at all? Or is it just like, hi, I'm the only one in my small town with a Google business profile. So I win. Yeah. So that's a great question. Um, Google business profile is a very important piece of your SEO strategy, especially if you're a local business. So now if you are, let's say, like an online only t-shirt company, I can't say that this is going to benefit you quite the same as, you know, Bees Carpet Cleaning, who is, you know, right here. I live in Missouri. So Bees Carpet Cleaning that's right here in Missouri. Um, it's not going to benefit you quite the same because people search um, carpet cleaning near me. I'm pretty sure I, I listened to um, a podcast a couple weeks ago where they said the amount of near me searches has increased like 60% in the last like three years, which is insane. So you want to really make sure that um, when you are doing keyword research, because yes, you're going to need to do keyword research, that you are looking really hard at local keywords. And I know that your... Um, your uh, SEO platform uh, of choice, Uber Suggest, which I use now too, um, is really awesome. Yes. <laughs> and um, they have that cool little button where you can look at page one ranking potential um, and kind of evaluate what those keywords look like. So when you talk about posting to your Google business profile, you're not going to just post a post. Okay. This is, this comes with a strategy. Mm -hmm. And if you already have an SEO strategy in place, this is a great thing to add to it because it can really amplify the results so much more. We know that SEO is a long game mm -hmm. and sometimes it can take, you know, 60 to 90 days to see those results um, on Google for Google to give you that trust and credibility. But a GBP actually yields much quicker results because it's literally the platform that Google gives you to do that. So when you're doing your keyword research, you need to make sure that they're relevant and um, that you're writing these really keyword rich sentences. So I know I um, there's a freebie that you guys are going to get that's going to be linked in the show notes, I'm sure. And it mm -hmm. kind of walks you through how to like write those sentences. So you don't want to, you don't want it to be super long. Um, this is a little bit different than meth other methods that I like subscribe to like storytelling to tell a business a story. Mm -hmm. This is short keyword rich sentences that are going to yield you important and effective results. Mm -hmm. So for example, if we're talking about bees carpet cleaning in Springfield, Missouri, we are going to identify those keywords that local people are searching because that's what matters mm -hmm. and find out how to structure three to four keyword rich sentences around those keywords. Mm -hmm. You want them to make sense. They don't like, don't make them gibberish. You know, they need to make sense. Just like, just like on your website, you, you do need to keep Google in mind when you're writing, but you need to write 
for people because people are going to see them. Less. Less. Yeah. (laughs) So the really cool thing about the posts is that if you have a GBP and it's showing up on the right-hand side of Google, um, under updates, literally all of your posts are going to show up. And people can scroll through those just like your social media and see, like, what's going on. Um, I think a lot of us, like, know that Google is the closer, right? So people might Mm -hmm. start at Google. They might go to social media and check out what's happening. But Google is ultimately the one that closes most of the deals for you and your business, mm-hmm. um, whether they are calling you or, you know, actually booking a link from your website. I personally, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go look at businesses reviews. That's really important to me. Cause I, I want to make sure, I mean, who doesn't want to have a good experience somewhere. So that is a great opportunity to, you know, show people who you are and mm-hmm. the good work that you can do. Um, and when you're talking about reviews, this might be getting a little bit off on a tangent. Um, but you know, when you are talking about reviews, it's really important to ask your customers to leave you reviews. That is extremely important when it comes to Google business profile. It's also really important to be promptly responsive to those reviews because you're nurturing the customer and you're nurturing Google's algorithm, basically. Mm-hmm. Also, something to note that's really interesting that I found in my time working with this, literally right down to the reviews that people leave you and the words that they put in those reviews can help you come up in certain searches. Mm -hmm. So I have clients that like their review is what has made them populate. This review Mm -hmm. that someone else has written them, they've used this word that Google really likes Mm -hmm. and they're Mm going to push it to the top. That is totally invaluable and not always something that you can tr- control, but you can absolutely prompt people mm-hmm. on what to say. So like, hey, can you please leave me a review about this specific service? Mm-hmm. And then when you reply mm-hmm. to them, if you can, use some keywords in your reply. Mm-hmm. So it's all this big SEO circle. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> so really, strategic. I love it. It is. It is very strategic. And I know that people are going to ask, so I'm going to go ahead and answer the question. How many posts do you need to do? I'm already posting to Facebook. Right. I'm already posting to Instagram. I'm already trying to keep my blogs up. Mm-hmm. Don't overwork yourself. Repurpose. <laughs> like you, I know you know the art of repurposing. Mm-hmm. We got to repurpose. So what I generally do for my clients is they get one really specific keyword rich post every week. And then I repost all of their social posts, but I will edit them and make them more keyword heavy. So I already have the caption. I'm just going to like throw in a couple keywords. So like, for example, if I post something on Instagram, it doesn't really make sense to say bees carpet cleaning in Springfield, Missouri. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, but on Google, you can add that in there. And it's going to be like, oh, we like that. That's cool that you did that. So a healthy Google business profile posting strategy is like one to four a week, kind of depending on what you have the capacity for and how good your repurposing skills are. Mm -hmm. But if you have content on your website or you have blogs, start with that. Like start with snippets, start Mm -hmm. with keyword rich things about your business. You can post your events there. It's a really great place for real estate that Google gives you that most people, mm-hmm. like they have no idea how important it is, mm-hmm. but I have seen excellent results working with people and I've partnered with um, quite a bit of marketing agencies as, as a freelancer, as a contractor. Mm-hmm. And these are strategies that they use too. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, good. We're all, we're all mm-hmm. doing this. We're all on the same page. This mm-hmm. is good. Um, so, yeah. okay. So let's talk post length because, yeah. you know, I mean like Instagram, 
posts are should be shorter, right? Like ain't nobody there to read your life story on Instagram versus like a blog, you know, ideal blog length depends on your audience, but it needs to be at least 500 words to like sometimes 2000 words or 3000 words. If you mm-hmm. have like a readership that's like, you know, likes to really read my people yeah. do not like to read that much generally. <laughs> so my posts aren't that long, right? right? So how long should a post be on Google business? Yeah. Profile? So I would say that a really good like metric for that is just three to four sentences. Okay. Um, nothing- so more like a short caption. Yes. Yes. Okay. A short caption, nothing, nothing intensive, you know, like don't, keyword stuff it, like I said, to the point where it doesn't make sense because you want to write for people, but Mm -hmm. get as many relevant keywords in there and location keywords as you can Mm -hmm. to make that like worth your time to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you only have the capacity for one a week, sit down, take 30 minutes, write four of them out, Mm -hmm. schedule them, please post them with a photo, please post them with a photo. And there are, there are multiple ways that you can do this for it to be more effective. So you can just manually post if that's where you are in your business. If you have a social media scheduler, you can probably hook it up to that and make your life a little bit easier. There are also softwares that really specialize in local GBP searches. So you can look into something like Local Viking or Bright Local. And the difference between those and a regular social media scheduler is it actually allows you to attach keywords to the photo and tag the location. So this is going to make that even more effective. But I just want to be clear that if you don't have the money to splurge on that, it's okay. You can still make it work with the tools that you have at your disposal. I noticed that a lot of agencies will use like Bright Local and Local Viking um, because they have the capacity to afford those extra tools. Mm-hmm. So if that's not where you're on your business, don't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to see any results if I like don't have these things. No, mm-hmm. honestly, I just use my social media scheduler for my clients. Works great. Mm-hmm. So cool. So then when you're posting, like, is it, is it essentially like the same content strategy that you would use everywhere? Like, you know, just bring value and the, you know, the heart of your business and, you know, tips and tricks and like other same, same content strategy. Yeah. I love that you asked that question because I had this in my head. I was like, you need to say that. <laughs> so it is just one piece of your greater content strategy. So you have the best results when you've got your social media, when you've got your blogs, when you've got your website SEO, when you've got your GDP all working together Mm -hmm. to create, you know, one big powerhouse of a content strategy. So it does work on its own, but it's even better if you can tie all those pieces together and Mm -hmm. make it one full strategy. So like I said, make your life, like don't make your life hard, like repurpose your content. Like it does not have to be difficult. It should not take more than an hour of your time a month. Like it should not take that. Like, especially if you're just doing one post a week, it's not super intensive. You can make it worth your time. Um, I would say like most of the heavy lifting is honestly the keyword research, especially if you don't know really how to do keyword research. You need to talk Mm -hmm. to Faith about that. Um, But if you don't know how to do keyword research, that's going to be your biggest hurdle. But as you know, there are a lot of free ways to do keyword research. Mm -hmm. Look what people are searching for. Find out how people are finding you. Mm -hmm. And Google Business Profile actually gives you analytics and gives you ranking keywords that people search for and then click on your GBP. 
So it gives you really great analytics and, you know, just like, um, I think it's Google console or Google analytics. I forget what it's called right now, but you can hook that up to your website Mm -hmm. and then it gives you all these beautiful results, Mm -hmm. you know, because you have this GBP that is informing you of how people are getting to your Mm -hmm. website. So it also tells you how many calls you have and how many people have found you um, on the local map pack, which is another really important part of this. People actually use like the Google Maps a lot to search for businesses, which I think is really interesting because Mm I have never searched for a business on Google Maps. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking for places near you and you're looking at the full map and then these places are popping up, people are going to find you that way, which Mm -hmm. is a benefit of having a GBP as a business with an address. Mm-hmm. If you are someone like, you know, me and Faith who does, who only has a digital and online mm-hmm. business and no address, then you're not going to get the local map pack benefit, but mm-hmm. you're still going to get some of the other benefits from it. So let me ask you more about that because, you know, and I had this, I had this misunderstanding myself. Like, so to have a Google business profile, I thought I had to have an address or because I work from my home, I have to give my home address. Like, no, thank you, Jack. I don't want some weirdo on the internet finding my ad. Like, no, 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 no. So do I have to have an address? How do I list this? How do I, you know, and then as a digital, you know, like technically a digital marketing agency, copywriting and SEO, like, am I then competing against, everybody in the whole U S of a, am I just setting my, you know, location quote to Oklahoma where, you know, where I live, like, I don't want it to be my small town. Cause like me and five people are going to search for it. Like if right. so, probably not even five, like, you know, so how, <laughs> what's the best way to make use of that yeah. as, you know, solely digital. Yeah. So if you are an online only business um, and someone like Faith and me who do marketing and we can serve everyone, um, but GBP is really for local businesses. So you want to set locations no more than 25 miles from where you are. So I have like my map, like you can see like, when you go, I don't know if this is like a back end thing, maybe only I can see it. Um, but if you go to your map and you're a local service based business, you can actually see like the areas that you are telling them that you serve. Mm. So it will help serve you to people in those areas who are searching for what you offer. It is a lot more competitive. I like, I'm going to be honest with you. It is a lot more competitive. You're not just going to automatically show up first because you have a GBP, but it really increases your chances of Mm -hmm. getting shown in the search results because you might have this and someone else doesn't. Mm -hmm. So if you're a local service-based businesses, business, don't set your location like farther than 25 miles. And I know, like you said, you're like, well, I don't really want people from my small town. So well, it's not even that. It's just like, they're not looking. They're not looking for it. Right. So you might want to set your location to like a more a populated part of Oklahoma um, that like, you know, people are looking for. You do not have to put your address on there. The setup is actually the exact same, um, except no address. You do like give Google, well, see, they have changed things. I haven't set one up in like a couple months, so I'm not sure exactly. And I can't even remember how I did it, but they have really changed the verification process because so many people were having problems when cards were getting mailed to them. They like, they just, they weren't coming. They were getting mailed to the wrong address. 
So I was able to verify. I don't think I needed a card shipped to my house. So I don't believe that Google even has my address. Like my GBP, like I would never put my personal address on there for other people to see. But I don't even think their backend platform has it because I was able to verify a different way. So don't think because you don't like it used to be like Google only mails you a card. That's the only way you can verify that. That's not a thing anymore. Okay. So don't worry about that. Um. And yeah, definitely don't put your address on your GBP. Okay. Whatever you do, do not do that. <laughs> and what about the phone number? Because you mentioned like yeah. your phone number. Is your, do you have to put your phone number on there? So you don't have to, but you should. I, I put my personal phone number on there, but I would like to get a business line and change the number. Mm-hmm. So there, you know, you can get a business line for 25 bucks. I'll be honest. I've never had anyone call me. They just go to my website. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe you have to put a phone number on there, but if you do and you're not comfortable with your personal number, invest in a business line. I mean, they're not, they're not very expensive. You can even download like apps that are even cheaper that you can put that phone number on there. Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely don't like expose yourself to the point of uncomfortability or to where like people can Google you. And then they're like, Oh, I know where she lives. I'm going to go to her house. Like, don't do that. Protect yourself on the internet. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, it's still a good idea. So, um, with Faith's help, um, it's so funny because SEO is actually something that I offer to my clients, but it's easier because they're local and mm-hmm. I am not so local because I can serve anyone. I was like, I need someone who's been doing this a long time. I need a professional to come in here and help me figure this out. And since, um, I think we met about a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. if you Google my name and marketing, I actually come up in the search results. Now my Yay. website and my GBP come up. That's so awesome. because I've built a little trust with Google with my GBP, it is now actually serving those results to people. And, um, some of the analytics that it gives you are not only like people searching directly for you, but what people are searching in your business arena. And then if they have converted from what they searched, which I think is really cool. So like if you, like I said, if you look up carpet cleaning Springfield Mo, and then they find you through that, they're going to be like, hey, people are looking for you with mm-hmm. these keywords. Make sure you do something with that. Mm-hmm. And those analytics are so priceless. Like I know... It, it's especially if some, if you're not like a super numbers person or like just uber nerdy into that, like looking at analytics of any kind can be overwhelming and intimidating. But like, if you don't monitor something, you're just going to keep doing the same thing and maybe be wasting your time and your money yeah. and your energy. And like, there are so many things in Google analytics and search console that are just like, they need a little bit of translation, but when you just break it down and you're like, oh, they're spending more time on this page than this mm-hmm. page what's different and you just analyze it. it's it can be really just so priceless for your business and your strategy and you know the time that you're investing into things and so i love that google business profile works with that and is like hey jack yeah people are clicking on this for yes. this word like do more of this yeah do more of this and you know like as a business owner you know that when you do things, it doesn't always have to be right. It doesn't always have to be great. Sometimes it's a little messy at first. So when we talk about tracking analytics, just track them all. Literally open a spreadsheet, write them all down, track them every month, every quarter, whatever. I I will download analytics and then put them in a folder and then track them on the quarter mm-hmm. because that is just, I don't want to sit down and do it every month, but I have the analytics and then I'll track them every quarter. So download your analytics, 
put them on a spreadsheet. Even if you don't know what they mean, put them on a spreadsheet because eventually you're going to learn or Mm -hmm. you're going to need to hire someone who understands what that is and can help you evaluate that. Mm -hmm. But tracking your data is very, very important Mm -hmm. because like you said, if you're not tracking your analytics and revising your strategy based on those numbers, you are wasting your time Mm -hmm. and nobody has time to waste their time. (laughs) So track your analytics. It's very important. Mm -hmm. So one more question for you just for fun. And I did not prep you for this. So sorry. Let's go. What is the most, what's the most fun result you've seen helping somebody set up their Google business profile as far as like in a month or however long it takes, like what's the biggest, most fun, shocking results you've seen? So one of my clients is um, a doula office um, Mm -hmm. here in Springfield. Shout out to Flourish Family Doulas. They're amazing. Um, But when I first started working with them in October, um, the owner, she is a lactation consultant and a postpartum doula. And then she has like a team of doulas. So she really wanted to focus on lactation because their doula care was, I mean, they literally have doula in their name. So it really Mm -hmm. gives them an advantage, you know, Mm -hmm. as far as SEO goes. Um, and people looking for that service, she really wanted to increase lactation because that was her expertise. And she really wanted to serve more lactation clients because breastfeeding is that's her heart, you know, like mm-hmm. that's what she wants to do. So in like the span of three months, our first quarter working together, she went from like three, four lactation visits a month mm-hmm. to like two to four a week. And that was a very specific lactation keyword strategy that we used on Google. Now, I'm not going to say that was all Google because we had the full content working. We had social media, we had email, we had website, like it was all working together. But she was like, I cannot believe that this has happened. Mm -hmm. Like the insane growth that like we have seen from this Mm -hmm. and the analytics like tell the story, like they tell you the truth. Like they tell you that this is really what has happened and the things that we have done to try to make this happen are, are working. Mm -hmm. So that is like my testimony (laughs) to Google (laughs) business profile. Like before that I knew it was important, but I really didn't realize how big of an impact it can have when you have a working content strategy that covers all of those basis. Yeah. So that is my testimony to GBP. It works. Do it. And if you are wanting to focus on a certain service in your business, do it. Write keywords mm-hmm. for that. I mm-hmm. um one of the agencies that I partner with, they have um uh like a, a mobile home supplier company, but their SEO strategy is is just HVAC. So that's all that the GBP posts see is HVAC because mm-hmm. that is the strategy that they want to focus on and it works, right? Nice. So it nice. works. So um, before we get off, because I know we're almost at time, I just want to go over three non-negotiables really, really quick. Yeah, do it. So first, make sure that your GBP is set up correctly. Make sure you have all of your services listed. Make sure that anything that you can fill out on there is filled out, mm-hmm. except for your address if you're a service-based business or like, you know, an online business. Um, make sure that you're posting regularly keyword rich posts. This is different from photos. You also need to post photos. Really great to post photos of your staff. You need to post pictures of the inside of your building, the outside of your building, and the parking lot. These are actually going to show up like first in your photos um, when people search you because people like to know where they're going and what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are really important. It's also like don't like... Like if you're like, well, I just posted a picture of my building six months ago, do it again. 
do it again. The third thing is, oh, respond to your reviews and your questions. So GBP gives you a little section where customers can actually ask you questions, answer them, answer them immediately. Answer your reviews as soon as you can. Take time once or twice a week to sit down and go through your reviews. Um, I have like businesses of all different types, but one of my clients, I just sat down this morning, they had 15 reviews in the span of a week. And I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) So it's really important to sit down and promptly reply to those because those people took the time out of their day to leave you a review, the least you can do is say thank you. You know what I mean? Because that really, really does help your business grow. Mm -hmm. So the least you can do is reciprocate (laughs) that with a, hey, thanks. I really appreciate you taking the time to leave me a review. It means so much to my small business, you know, Mm -hmm. anything like that. And if you can throw in a keyword, do it. So those are my three non-negotiables. Keep your profile updated post photos and um, posts, keyword rich posts, and respond to your reviews and questions. Those are absolutely, you need to do that to have an effective GBP strategy. Love it. Love it. Love it so much. And I will have the freebie link in the description. Uh, Where can people find you? So you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Sydney Simpson Digital. Also my website, sydneysimpsondigital.com. You can sign up for my newsletter. I actually am just starting my newsletter. I'm very excited. That's where you can find me. I would love to connect with you. Um, You know, you, I would love for you to learn a little bit more about my heart centered approach to marketing and how that can really help your business grow. So awesome. Well, that was so, so good. I learned a ton. I took a ton of notes and I hope that y'all learned too and were able to just take this glean from it and apply it to your business and your overall marketing strategy for better SEO. So I'll chat with y'all next time, but until then, thank you so much for listening in and be sure to leave a written review for this podcast. If you haven't already, it helps a boatload. All right. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. Hopefully this episode gave you some really tangible tips for better SEO and marketing to get more leads and more sales from your website. If it did, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you please share this episode with a friend and then just take 10 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That is the very best way to help more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs scale their businesses so that they can help more people with their gifts and make an even bigger impact for the kingdom of God. And guess what? We now have a Facebook community where we can learn, hang out, and laugh. Go join the Facebook group now. It's linked in the show notes. And all the other things, courses, coaching, and copywriting can be found at my website, faithhannon.com. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.